having a moan, episode three. Well, bugger me, we've made it till Friday. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. I thought I'd have bailed on this. But, um, well, happy days. If anybody is there listening to this, um, nice one. Nice one. I hope you're enjoying it. If not, well, that looks to you. <laughs> not much I can do about it. Oh, no. But anyway, it's Friday, start of the weekend. My last, my last podcast for the week. And uh, today, I'm, I'm going to be talking about, about airports, basically, because... Um, well, I'm going to the airport in two hours, and I hate going to the airport. I really, really hate going to the airport. Um, it's just one of these. It's one of the environments that. Least, I'm not scared of flying. Don't don't misunderstand. Don't misinterpret that bit. I've got no problem with flying, but I really, really, really don't like taking a plane because I don't like I don't like the whole ritual of going to the airport. I just think it's one of those things that. Culturally, I don't know why we accept it. It's it's more sterile. The airport's more sterile than a hospital, you know, than a courtroom. It, it's the only place where people will blindly follow um, just any rules for any reason whatsoever. They'll pay any price for anything because they're in an airport. Do you know what I mean? It's like the security rules. At the end of the day, it's a bus, isn't it? It's a glorified bus. It's a bus with wings. Oh, no, especially on an internal flight. I don't understand what they're getting funny about. But, you know, one of my issues is I think, I think I would say the airport is the home of passive-aggressive behaviour. If you speak to any airline staff in the world, from the people at check-in, to going through security, to the trolley dollies on the plane, to picking up your bags, to going through customs, I mean, the entire, the entire 360 is passive-aggressive, isn't it? it and, it? and it's that condescending... Hello, sir. Did anybody help you your bag style? Fuck off. You know, and uh, sorry, sir, could you please put your bag on the scale? You know, and it comes out at 15.4 kilos or something. And they say, oh, you know, sir, the limit's 15 kilos. Um, there's an extra $20 surcharge per kilo. Would you like me to apply this now? You think it's 400 fucking grams now in a 15 kilos. We're talking about 0.4%. Don't worry about it. And just repeat the question, you know. Um, so shall we charge that $20 surcharge, sir? No, no, no. Sir, sir, sir. Oh, it just drives me insane. I can't stand it, you know. And then you've got people going around in clothes that they wouldn't normally wear. You know, people went, and now it's like fashion. When I was a kid, you had to get dressed up to go to the airport. Uh, it was another thing. You see, it's always had this legacy, the airport, and it's always been this special thing. So my grandma, she said that you had to wear your best hat when you go to the airport. <laughs> oh, no. And then my mum said that I have to wear a shirt, at least shirt that was tucked in with a pair of shoes when I was a kid, because I we went to Lanzarote and stuff like that. But yeah, and, and we were, you know, we got there as a scruffy little northern family, but still nonetheless, very much, we had to have a, I had to have my shirt on and it had to be tucked in with a belt. Because we were going to the airport, you know, that was fancy for us. And, and now, I, well, that's, I don't think it's fancy anymore, because now all you see, you just see sort of like a sliders, Sliders and earphones, because that's another thing, innit? In a, in a sort of a confined environment like an airport, socially awkward, you know what I mean? Especially in 2023. People don't chat, you know. I used to like sitting down on a bus and having a chat to a person. Next, same on the aeroplane, you know, when they just take them. You say, you know, hello, I'm Alex, you know. You're off on your holidays. And now people are sort of scared to talk to you. And I say, you know, last time, last time I flew, I flew to Costa Rica. 
five years ago. It's how little I like flying. And But it was the same, you know, I said, hello, I'm Alex, you know, you're off on your jollies. Uh, and he's not a little scared of it, you know, ooh, hello. Just quickly put your earphones in, put your earphones in so, don't, so the crazy man don't speak to you. But that, that's airport, it's where, where you really see what culture's all about, isn't it? And uh, people don't want to, you know, stick their earphones in and hide away from the world, don't they? Well, yeah, so that's the main reason. The other reason I don't like airports is, I mean, every, you know, everybody in the world's clocked onto tourism as being a trade, right? So generally, when you're, especially when you're on an international destination, could be Mexico, for example, oh, no, every time you take a plane, well, what people are thinking, they're thinking international travel, aren't they? So they're thinking wealthy tourists. So everything around an airport is designed around a tourist trap, isn't it? You know what I mean? You can't pay the normal price for a taxi in the airport. You just can't. Even Uber put the prices up because they're going to an airport. Um, but, you know, you get rinsed on a taxi. And then, you know, you'll get some recommendations that you'll also get rinsed on. And then from there, you get rinsed on that. And it's just, it's like a vicious cycle that once they've got you in the airport, everything else of that trip, they can expose you to tourist traps. Because at the end of the day, if you turn up on a bus, you get to a bus station, very little tourist trap. From there, let's say you rent a car, very little tourist trap. You do your own business, you know what I mean? You never fall into going to that shit overpriced restaurant with terrible service and bad food. You never get into that, paying that taxi four times what you would have paid, you know what I mean? But it was called Juan and he made you laugh, so you didn't really realise he charged you $120. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Well, you avoid all that by just avoiding the airport, honestly. I know, I know that if you're going on long distance, not that much you can do. But, but yeah, and I suppose that's, for me, it's, it's kind of a bigger point in general, though, as well, because I'm not a traveller. I don't like travelling. You know, when, when, I was a, when I was a wee bear and when I was a, a baby, it was my little dream to go travelling. That's why it's sort, of, sort of why I came up when I was trying to, trying to come to Mexico and sort my stuff out. I'd originally bought a three-month return ticket, and I thought, oh, I'll do, I'll do a bit of travelling. And I'll see how far south I can go in, in America. So I might go to stuff like Costa Rica and Venezuela and Brazil and Argentina and that sort of stuff. And, but I hate travelling. And I got here and I thought, bloody hell, that was an effort, wasn't it? That was an ordeal. And uh, I run out of money quick. Because it's the old thing, isn't it? I mean, I'm not from a family who's, who's, you know, I'm not walking around with daddy's black Amex card, do you know what I mean? Got a graph. So I started working in a factory here when I got here. And then later on I got into teaching English and stuff. But... Um, but yeah, so, so for me, travelling, it's just not an idea that I consider to be, to be, to be nice, especially international travelling. It's like, if you look at Mexico, I mean, Mexico, we've got cold weather, we've got hot weather, we've got lovely beaches, we've got good mountains, we've got lakes, you can go horse riding, you, you do motorsports, water sports, uh, ecos tourism, you, you know, we've got everything. You know, we produce coffee, tequila... Whatever you like, do you know what I mean? But the point is, is why would I ever need to leave Mexico to see anything? Oh, no. I, I honestly don't believe really anymore that international travel provides any, any, any um, cultural closeness. I don't think we learn anything about new cultures because the reality is the tourist trade has killed native tourism in touristic areas. Oh, no. And, uh, and the tourist trade has, has, has killed things like just going to have an honest meal in a country, to go and see what a country looks like. You don't see that in a tourist place, you know what I mean? 
So I think you don't, there's no cultural opening that you can find from, from travelling anymore. I think there used to be. So I may as well. If, if, with that being said, what is the point of me suffering through not understanding another language, not understanding another culture, not understanding another currency, spending 20 times more to get to this destination country with my airport situation that I can't be arsed doing, when I can go and do the same bloody thing in Mexico or, or wherever, you know, wherever you live. The same, I mean, if you're a gringo, if you're an American, I have no buggering idea why on earth you would travel to see anything else. I mean, the United States is so vast that from the Grand Canyon to Niagara Falls, you can see every, every bit of natural beauty you like. You know, they've got lovely beaches, they've got lovely cities. Um, it's safe enough. I mean, the United States is not my big hit. I quite like Miami. But nonetheless, that's what I mean. I don't understand what you're leaving for. You know, you, you're going you're gonna to travel 15 hours on a plane to go to Spain to sit on a beach that you can do in Los Angeles or Miami. Um for a lot less, and it'll be, be just as nice. In fact, it'll be warmer. Spain's bloody freezing at the minute. Do you know what I mean? So, so I do get it. I mean, I think if you're going for a specific reason, like pilgrimage or something, if you're religious, that makes sense. But if you're literally just going to knob around somebody else's country in a language you don't understand, a currency you don't understand, a food you don't understand, and if you're from the north of England, all you do anyway is go, oh, where's the local full English? Uh, pint of lager, please, mate, while you're wearing an England shirt. Do you know what I mean? Uh, that's another thing. All you're doing is mis-selling, mis- well, you're not mis-selling, you're very accurately selling the north of England. I just don't like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there you are, bollocks to travelling. But anyway, I'm taking a plane today. It's not because not I really want to. Um, my daughter lives in a different city, so I'm, go- I'm going to visit my daughter for the weekend. Uh, and usually I drive. Well, I got, I got a cheap deal on some flights, so I'm giving it, <laughs> I'm giving it a go, basically. Uh, but anyway, there's... Um, there's instalment number three of, uh, of this bollocks podcast. So if anybody is listening, I do hope you enjoyed it. I do hope you have a nice weekend, to be fair. And, uh, and we'll reconvene this, this ridiculousness on Monday. All right? Right, bugger off. <laughs>